You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. All right, my friends, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. If you are brand new to the podcast, welcome. I am so happy that you found my corner of the internet. And if you are a longtime listener, it's always good to have you back. So today on the show, we have my friend Ray Whitney. She is a photographer and we are talking all about how to prepare for your very first branding photo shoot. So if you need headshots for your online business or lifestyle images for your Instagram. We're talking about how to plan for a photo shoot, how to find a photographer, what you should wear, how to ask for what you want in terms of the photography direction. And Ray's advice is truly amazing. If you are going to be booking a photo shoot anytime soon, this is an absolute must listen. Her advice is so good because one of the things we talk about is if you don't love your photos the first time, you're going to keep getting them taken again and again and again, and that's just going to cost you more money in the long run. So if you listen to her advice and her tips now, you can really have a photo shoot that you absolutely love. And you know, you'll create photos that you're really proud of and things that you're excited to post on your website. And most importantly, you're going to have a brand that reflects you and who you really are. In this episode, Ray and I also talk about, you know, how she used to be a business school student as well. She was a CPA and then she transitioned from being in corporate America to running her own photography business. And we talk about what it was like for her to venture into creative work when she was used to doing more corporate work and what that transition was like and how she really built a business from her passion. So if you find yourself in a job that perhaps you're not loving or you are in the corporate world and you have, you know, a side of you that you want to express more creatively or you want to do something a little bit differently with your life, I think Ray is an amazing role model and a great expander for somebody who's really rocking it by, you know, showing up. And in in my words, I would totally call, you know, living out your genius and doing the work you were born to do. So it is honestly such a gift to bring her and all of her knowledge to you here today. So Ray Whitney is a wedding photographer, a coach, and an educator that teaches rising pro photographers how to run a profitable photography business. In less than eight years, Ray has taken her business to six figures consistently by dominating her market, building a consistent brand presence and strategic marketing. Ray's photography work has been featured in many national publications in America, such as Bride, The Knot, and Munaluchi Bridal. Ray has become one of the most sought-out photographers in her industry and has a passion for teaching other photographers how to build a highly visible brand too. She does this through her one-on-one coaching and her digital courses within her photography education platform called Photobomb Academy, where she's helped over 50 rising pro photographers build a solid photography business that generates consistent revenue. In her free time, Ray loves to work out, hang with her girlfriends, go fishing, or be by the water, or do a little shopping at Nordstrom's. Lastly, she's a proud graduate of Howard University, majoring in business finance and accounting. I think you're going to absolutely love this episode with Ray. And one more quick thing before we dive in, I have a totally free and fun quiz called What's Your Zone of Genius? So if you want to know what your zone of genius is and the work you should be doing in the world and how to build a digital business around it, you can take my totally free quiz at kellytrack.com genius. 
and in turn, I'll tell you which one of the 15 plus genius types you scored. Uh, you're going to learn how to really build a business around your genius, what you could market and sell based on your unique gifts and abilities and how you could be making 10K months with that digital business. So if you want that free report, you can just take my little quiz at kellytrack.com genius. That's kellytrack.com genius and it's totally free. All right, let's go to the show. All right, welcome to the show, Ray. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm so freaking geeked to be here. It's going to be a good conversation, so I hope this is helpful for your audience. Perfect. I know it will. I know it will. So first and foremost, I have some fun little rapid fire questions. If you're game, are you down for a little game of rapid fire? Yeah, let's do it. I'm a little nervous, but absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. They're, they're pretty chill. Don't worry. Uh, digital calendar or pen and paper? And in paper. Yes. Me too. Me too. Hardly anybody yeah. says pen and paper these days. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely use a mix of the two, but when I hear pen and paper, like I, sometimes you just have to see it and write it out for it to come to fruition. So I'm definitely an old school girl in that way. Totally. Me too. Me too. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. I'm like, don't give me any tea. I need the coffee. <laughs> I need the coffee. Yes. I'll take tea maybe in at night, like, um, for bed or something like that. But for every other day, definitely <laughs> coffee. <laughs> totally. Me too. Me too. Are you an early bird or a late owl? I have to say late owl and I'm really trying to shift my mind. Um, and what I say around this, because I understand that, you know, like, it's kind of like we said, and then it's like, Oh, I guess that's just what it is. But I just am not a morning girl. Like I like to just slow roll it in the morning. So definitely a night owl more than a morning girl. Nice, nice. And then do you yeah. prefer digital cameras or film? Digital, digital cameras. Yeah. Um, I have a film camera, but I cannot tell you the last time I actually took a picture with it. It's so sad because I'm so <laughs> used to my digital, my digital bodies. So yes, digital camera all day. Nice. And what do you prefer more, shopping at Nordstrom's online or in person? In person. In person. How did you know Nordstrom's was my thing? Did you? Did you? I did a little research. I love it. I love it. Research. That's so awesome. Nordstrom's. Yeah, Nordstrom's is my fave, and definitely in person. I love to like touch and feel. There's, I don't know. I mean, I know like stores are going out. Um, you know, no one goes to the mall anymore, but I just love it. I love to be in a store and shopping and taking it home immediately. Yeah, me too. You know, I actually hardly buy anything online clothing wise, like hard, hardly anything, like unless I can't find it in store, but I'm like, I'm old school. I want to like try it on, you know, feel yeah. it, touch it. You know, I love in person. I mean, it's different now, but I, I still love going in person. You know, we just, we, we got Nordstrom's recently, like I think in the last like five years ish in Canada. Oh, so yeah. I know now we get to enjoy it like uh everybody in yes. America but yeah it's great it's yes. like everything is so great in the customer's experience and the service and just like the yeah. energy it's just got such good energy I find it does it does let me ask do you guys have Nordstrom Rack too no we don't okay 
Okay, is, okay, so just Nordstrom. Okay. I know, yeah. Nordstrom's rack, whenever we, I go to Hawaii, because that's like the most times I'm usually in America is in Hawaii, um, I always go to mm-hmm. like the Nordstrom's rack mm-hmm. on the first night. <laughs> I'm like, I must yes. go see what's there. <laughs> it is the best. I lo- like, I love them both. I mean, I don't know. They're one and, one and the same, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least you have Nordstrom, so it's a good good store, good vibes, like you said, and the customer service is top-notch. Totally, totally. And the last rapid-fire question is, what's your favorite location to take personal branding photos at? Oh, this is a good question. Okay, so I love to, I like to work with my clients and, like, find a rental space that we can create in that kind of has some, like, office vibes or, you know, kind of, just gives us like a, a couple of different scenes to create so we can do some working on the laptop. Um, one where it's just kind of like personality. Um, so yeah, I like a rental space. I love a creative rental space. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's, that's smart. Cause I feel like locations are always hard. It's like, where do you go? Or like, do you do it at home? Or do you like go to like a random coffee shop right. and like, pray that nobody's going to be sitting in the background annoyingly? <laughs> Yeah, no, right, exactly, or that you won't get kicked out, because, I mean, yeah. some places will. <laughs> I've had my share, they're like, oh, man, I'm sorry, but you can't take pictures in here. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be perfect, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to kind of share a little bit more about how you got into photography because you, you do photography for clients. Uh, you do, you know, personal branding and winning photography and engagements, uh, but you also teach photographers how to start their own photography business. So you also went to business school like me and then you transitioned into photography. So how did you know that photography was the work you really wanted to do in the world? Yeah. So, um, Honestly, I didn't really know about the world of professional photography until after college. Like, so I went to Howard University, like you said, business school. I majored in finance. And so then I just kind of started working in corporate America. I've always loved photography, like always. I've always had a camera. Um, and so, you know, it was just something that I just like, oh, I have this camera, I take pictures. But I wouldn't call myself a photographer because I didn't really like know what I was doing technically. I just felt like I had a good eye for things. And um, long story short, I took this class um, by another Howard graduate and um, he taught a professional photography class in a studio. And it just changed everything for me, like opened my eyes to the world of professional photography and the career and the, the different genres and all the education. And yeah, and so that was like late 2011, early 2012. And so that just kind of, it just was a snowball effect like for Ray Whitney photography. So I think the class is what introduced me to the professional world. And from there, I just had this like natural curiosity to learn more and to just like start my own thing and I don't know just truthfully organically grew very you know just kind of very organically it was just it was it's been a cool journey to look back on so um yeah uh, me taking a class just off of a pure interest and passion changed my changed my life completely <laughs> I love that and I love how it was like a, a class because I feel like especially when we do more traditional studies or you know certain things we're always like 
oh, like, you know, that's just like a little hobby or I shouldn't take that creative class. I should do like a, a class on like how to be better at Excel or something. But when we give those sort of right. dreams the time of day, like really amazing stuff can flourish. So I love that. I feel like one of my key turning points was just when I started, I took this class on um, like intuition and manifestation and it was like 700 bucks. And I remember thinking this is like a lot of money for a hobby, but it was one of the yeah. things that just like totally like changed my perspective on things. And I wanted to start, you know, kind of weaving that into my work. And it was just like, it's just, I think so powerful when we put our money towards like our passions versus just the things we yes. think we should do on paper to be better at, you know, our career. So I think You're that's so powerful. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I'm a hundred percent with you on that. And when I think back on my journey, honestly, I put my money where my passion was and at like every turn. And so it's just been, it's been so crazy good for me. You know, I mean, of course there are some things where you're like, uh, you know, uh, it's a journey. There's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's like been rainbows and flowers every day, but just to think back and, you know, think back on my younger self and like you said, giving it time and being willing to kind of invest in it. Even when I felt like, like you said, yours was 700. I think mine was like $150 for six months or something like that. $200 for six months. And so it felt like this is an investment. I don't even know what I'm really doing, but it changed my life. And at every turn I've invested in just, I let that curiosity run. And it's just been like, now I'm full-time a business owner and, you know, I, I run my schedule, you know what I mean? And I, I look at it like the sky's the limit for me. So it's cool. It's been a really, really cool journey. I love that. I love that so much. And then, so you're another person who came from a traditional, you know, background of schooling and education and you went to school for finance. So did you feel nervous stepping into more creative work? Cause I know that was definitely the case for me coming out of business school. Yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely did. And I think that, you know, it took a while for me to really even acknowledge that this could be like a real thing, you know, mm -hmm. as opposed to just kind of being this weekend thing or part-time thing. And another piece of that was putting myself around people that would allow me to even think that big. Because I think that yeah. like, at that time, um, my teacher, he's an amazing photographer, but he was like basically saying like, there's no need to go full-time being a photographer. Like, you, there's no need for that. Like, you can shoot on the weekends. You can shoot on your off time. You know what I mean? Like, you might as well milk both cows. And mm -hmm. so that was, like, my original, the original thought process. Like, okay, I mean, that makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just an accountant, and I can be a photographer, and I can just, like, do them both. But it kind of came to a point where I really was able to see that I'm not giving my business 100%. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even know if I was giving it 50% because of where I was ment mentally capable of, you know, kind of putting the time and effort. It was, I was an accountant, so we were closing the books and we were, you know, going through audits and, yeah. you know, there's just like all of these things that you have to do on a daily and a quarter and then by the year. And then I was a photographer, which is like a total brain switch as far yeah. as being a creative and creating with people and, and logistics and all of that. And I just was just doing just enough to kind of keep the, like, keep the train kind of going. But I, I really acknowledged that, like, man, if I gave this more, what could it really be, you know? And so um, it took a few years for me to even start to even think like that. And it was 
very scary. It's very scary to think about leaving this like nine to five, this like direct deposit and insurance and all the like the pressure or the ideals that maybe your family puts on you as far yeah. as like where you're supposed to be and you know you went to school to do this this and that and so like what are you doing you know mm-hmm. but I think that I I just kind of let the curiosity run free and I kind of played both you know played both games per se um and, and until I could see a point financially where it was like wait like I'm, if, if I could pull in, you know, this amount of money for this amount of months, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if I could really, I, I started to create the financial projections, per se, in my mm-hmm. mind. And then I would slowly introduce them to my parents because, you know, you know, you kind of want your parents' approval mm-hmm. in a sense or whatever. And so at first they were like, eh, no, 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 no. Like, you're supposed to be a CPA. Like, you're supposed to be this accountant. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. give me five more years. And I was like, five more years, like, that's crazy, you know? And um, so every major win I would have or whatever, it didn't have to be super major, but if I booked a new client or I just got a new opportunity, I would, like, tell them, like, hey, I just got booked for this, like, destination wedding in, in Dominican, and they're paying for my flight and my hotel stay, and they paid me, like, X amount of dollars, you know? Yeah. Or, mom, like, I just made, you know a couple thousand dollars this weekend shooting, you know, these type of sessions. And so they kind of were like, oh, okay, wow. Like, this is, who knew? Like, this is a very, this could be very lucrative. And um, and I don't know. It's just one of those things where when I started making the financial projections and then thankfully my parents were just kind of, they kind of saw the passion. They saw my drive with it. And I think over time they were like, you know, we trust you, you know, at first it kind of was like, uh, no. And then it kind of, as I introduced it more and just shared more about like what was actually happening, they kind of were like, okay, this could be, you know, a real, a, a, a real business, like a real lucrative um, thing for you. So mm-hmm. that was really cool too. But yeah, I mean, it was definitely scary um, and everyone has to take their own journey with it yeah. to allow, you know, um, those thoughts or those beliefs to be shifted so you don't like have to think that you have to work this nine to five or you have to work with someone you know this corporate America situation um, it's like you can actually do your own thing and be just as fine you know so it takes, it's, it's everyone's own journey but I know making money making the money actually definitely helps me um, see how the I could like implement the plan and it actually could work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like the money side, I agree, the same for me. I'm like, okay, money equals this is tangible. Like money is like the only tangible like thing in like the in the, the digital business space. Um, yeah, and it just makes it like real. And yeah, I liked what you shared around. You know, you going full time in this business was you know super key and that that piece of having the the folks that really believed in you and being surrounded in those environments where people like could cheer you on for that you know versus the the teacher who was like oh you can just do this as a side thing I I feel like that's been so key in my journey too. running my business full-time is being in those spaces where other people are like oh you could totally do this full-time if you wanted or you know like I'm doing it full-time you could do it too and it's just like it just takes that one moment of like oh like somebody's 
doing this for work and it's like it's so eye-opening especially you know in my background and like where I grew up like nobody had like a creative job everybody had like a very traditional thing that they did and went to work for it was never like oh turn your passion into a business or like do something creative full-time so Mm -hmm. having those people around you is so key yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So how did you turn, you know, your passion for photography into a business? And, you know, now you're at a point where you now teach other, you know, photographers who want to build their own businesses too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I mean, the business, Ray Whitney Photography, the conception of it was very organic, right? Like I took mm-hmm. the size, like, oh, okay, well, I can start my, you know, I'll put my stuff out there. And just kind of came out, you know, right with the photography and then just started shooting just a whole bunch of everything, like literally everything in the beginning, bloggers, lifestyle, babies, you know, um, families and all the things. And so, um, I started to find my niche, uh, my, my niche per se, like when I, um, really started to identify like the creative projects that I didn't feel like valued at or I wasn't inspired by if that makes sense so like I found myself like shooting parties and clubs and like all of these things and it was cool to be in the building and capturing capturing it but it wasn't I didn't feel creative like I wasn't like super inspired like it wasn't about my creative like vision and I'm gonna do this and that and this it was just more like about being like the photo lady and so it's like, oh, okay. And so when you are start to become aware of like your time and you can't shoot everything because it just doesn't work out like that. It was like, okay, well, what do I actually want to, you know, photograph and create? Like, what do I love to capture? What do I get excited about? And like, I have all these ideas just going through my head. Um, and that was couples, working with couples and then working with like branding clients, like my female bosses, I like to call them. Um, and so it was just like, I, that's kind of how I started to niche down on what I wanted to be a specialist at. And then from there, um, you know, the business, it's hard to say like what one thing, but Mm -hmm. it's like, for me, it was like a style of work and then niching down and then, you know, making sure that my pricing structure even made sense to support myself and the business. And so mm-hmm. that goes back to like knowing your numbers yeah. and just kind of, kind of, like I say, projecting sales and just thinking about it as a business and yeah. not just kind of like, yeah, not just kind of like letting it just roll and mm-hmm. just come in how it go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I was a finance major, so numbers is always big to me. <laughs> like I was an accountant, so it's just my world, you know, that's how yeah. I think. So I'm thankful for that because I think that that was what one thing that helped me just always kind of, if I wanted to do this full time, then I had these numbers, you know what I mean? Like, so I worked backwards. Like I want to make, you know, at least this amount per year. And then like, I worked myself backwards so that it could make sense in my mind. And then I had like, you know, goals and projections to me and kind of just went about it in that way. I mean, it wasn't that pretty and like that detailed and perfect and da da da, but that was my best, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so through the momentum and all of that and client work and editing and all of the things, like at least I had this basis of, um, you know, how to make it a real business so that it makes sense and, and something that could potentially sustain me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. 
yeah, I love that concept of working backwards. And I love how you take that, you know, the mathematical approach to it. And, you know, what you suggest of like, you know, treating it like a real business versus just winging it, which I think is so key. And, you know, something that sometimes I even like, sometimes like I even forget when I'm like, Oh, I want to make this new thing. And I'm like, wait a second, Kelly, like work backwards. Like, you know, do, you know, like yeah. think about it creatively and like, but also think about it like financially and money wise. Cause it can be yeah. so easy for my like creative brain to like run off in a million different directions. And I'm like, put your business degree to work. <laughs> like remember, no, yeah. remember, remember how to crunch the numbers. <laughs> Right, right. Like how how to make it make sense. No, I get it. I definitely get it. So yeah. 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 I love that backstory. So I want to talk today a lot about how to prepare for a branding photo shoot. So I have so many listeners who are soon to be entrepreneurs or are brand new entrepreneurs, people who are starting digital businesses or have side gigs or side hustles and do, you know, creative work where they need, you know, headshots and lifestyle photos and pictures of themselves for their website or their Instagram. So I want to, you know, totally ask you today about how to prepare for like your very first photo shoot and working with a photographer and getting a result you really like. So kind of starting off with the basics, do you have any advice on how to hire a personal brand photographer or how to, you know, pick somebody that you want to like pay and like work with and hire? Yeah, this is such a good question. And I think that it really kind of, I don't want to answer this. It kind of depends on like where you're at, right? Because I mean, you could, if you're like, this is your first branding photo shoot ever, that that can mean so many different things for so many different people. Someone may not want to spend more than $200 on a branding photo shoot ever. And then there might be someone out there that's like, willing to spend $2,000, right? And I mean, from a professional photographer side, I think that there probably is a big difference in experience and probably in the final product Mm -hmm. of the $200 photographer versus $2,000, but it's not just about like the price point of the photographer. I think it's also about like their work and their ability to show you like what they're capable of producing or what they produced in the past Mm -hmm. in that, like, you know, for branding photos, right? So I think that um, evaluate kind of like your budget. (laughs) Here we go, Mm -hmm. raise being numbers (laughs) again. But, um, you know, I think that that's a good kind of place to start. Like, have a, like, okay, I would like to, you know, spend this amount. And also, if you're getting a branding shoot, I want to believe that, you would be using these photos for your website, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think that sometimes when some people come for branding photos and they don't have a website up um, first, I mean, it's okay, but I think that I almost think it's a little backwards, Mm -hmm. just in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that if you're looking to launch a website soon or you want to release your website, um you want your branding photos to kind of like, like be the same vibe and have the yeah. same color tones as like what your website is. Right. And mm-hmm. so, um, at least, it, at least if it's not live and you're, you're going to be launching it soon, I think having a good idea of what your brand colors and the brand feel and like the brand descriptive words is just a really good thing to at least have so that 
when you talk to your photographer or when you guys are thinking about outfits and things like that, like you have a good base for like, hey, these are my brand colors, primary color or secondary color, um, or this this is like the a, a, a color that is like common throughout the website. So I want to kind of like complement it in a way, right? So mm -hmm. I would say to start there, like to really think about um, colors and like where you're going to use these images at and also, um, you know, just like having a good idea of the purpose of these photos. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, like, I've heard this from past clients, like they kind of, they kind of, took the I don't the cheaper and more inexpensive route but they found themselves having to recreate it like two three four times mm. because they never really had they weren't really clear on what they were trying to accomplish in the first place and right. or the photographer really wasn't the type like the style of work wasn't this wasn't what they were looking for right like yeah um, and, and, and when I asked them, it was like, well, yeah, I really didn't see a portfolio. Oh, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it wasn't, I didn't see example images that they had done before. Like I, I didn't have anything really to base it off of, you know, they just were charging me, you know, $50 or a hundred dollars for this shoe. And I, I just did it. You know what I mean? So I think that's a good base. Like if you're really wanting a solid brand, um, photo shoe with quality images that like mimics and has the, the feel and the colors of your brand that you want to represent. I want, I, I think you should have a good basis for, you know, understanding like the purpose of the photos and your colors and just like, you know, your brand in general. Mm -hmm. That's really smart advice and really good advice because it's like exactly what you said. You know, if you don't like the first result, then you have to like pay and get them redone again. Or like, you know, mm -hmm. you have to go through different photographers and then it just, you're just spending more money in the long run. So that's really smart thinking about, yeah. you know, the purpose of the photos, your, your website, having that like already live or like having it worked on, but ready to be published where, you know, your color palette, kind of what you want, where they, where they're going to exactly go, making sure it's cohesive and then finding a photographer that's within your budget. I think that's such a great starting point. Yeah. For sure. And, and then where would you start looking for photographers? Would you go like on Instagram mm. off recommendations, like kind of creep pictures of like, you know, people <laughs> that you like on Instagram or that you follow and then go dig and figure out, figure out who their photographer is. How would you find an actual person to hire? Mm, I think that's such a good question. Um, I would do like a mix of, um, like referrals from mm -hmm. other businesses that are, you know, local, local to you, where you are mm -hmm. in imagery that you've seen that you liked. And then also looking, searching hashtags, like, um, if you say you're in, I don't know, like DC, mm -hmm. DC brand, um, photographer or DC portrait photographer, or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I definitely would search on Instagram. I love searching for small business owners on Instagram. Um, I, I mean, call me biased. I know I am, but photos really are important to me. Like how another yeah. business owner, um, you know, like portrays themselves in their image quality kind of yeah. lets me know like how serious of a business owner they are. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I know, I know I'm biased because I'm a photographer and I'm a purely a creative, but I just love to like, I love to find other business owners on IG um, because like, I don't know. I just 
I like to be able to look at their feed and like get a good vibe from them and then like connect the dots on their website. Yeah, that's really smart. I really like that advice. That's really good. And I like you know, the, the input on like looking for, you know, recommendations from, you know, local businesses or people who are in your area that can recommend somebody that they like. Cause I, yeah, I know I have folks in my community who are like in small towns or just don't know anybody who is a photographer and wouldn't know how to get in touch. And I like your idea of going through Instagram hashtags too. That's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you recommend that somebody wears to a branding, you know, photo shoot? Like what colors, what styles, like, you know, sometimes I see pictures and people are like really professional or some people are like more chill and laid back. Some people wear like Mm -hmm. tons of makeup, get their hair all done. Um, like what's like the happy medium? What do you recommend? Mm. Yeah. I mean, so it's funny because I'm actually about to get some new branding photos done of myself, and I just fun. always get excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really fun. Um, I So I think that solid colors look really good on camera, right? Yes. Like, I think yeah. that, like, solid top. Um, and if you have something that has prints or things like that, that's totally fine, too. But I would, like, keep it minimal. And maybe like let it be a statement piece as opposed to it's just like too busy because again you have to think about the ways that you're going to use this, this, these images right and I think right. solid colors are just like more classic and um, you can use them across different you know for various purposes like if you someone's asked you to speak on a panel or if it's a headshot for a feature or if it's going to be your IG and Facebook you know. Um, avatar or if it's going to be on your website like those are all different like places that this image image can be used and so to me solid colors look really good um Mm -hmm. again I'm big on complementary colors to like your brand or and or your website um and so um for me like my brand colors like deep purple and gray um and I have like a little mix of marble in there um and so I either wear a hue of purple um, I've recently kind of been throwing in a little bit of like gold or yellow, which I love because it complements the purple well mm-hmm. on the website, um, or like cream or off white or, and, or gray. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's typically like my color palette that I look for when I'm shooting new, um, branding photos, because I want it to just be clean and classic. I want to still be stylish. I mean, I want to be stylish, so I just like being stylish you know and so yes I'm gonna have my hair done I'm gonna have my makeup done I'm gonna have my nails done because I know that this these brand photographs are going to be used like across so many different platforms and so many different ways and this is like Mm -hmm. my like brand you know headshot and I just really want it to be clean and like inviting and just kind of speak to the the person I am um Mm -hmm. and so um yeah I would suggest that as far as like solids and I mean, you don't have to be super dressed up if that's not your thing. I do not suggest that at all. But I do suggest that you bring your personality to your photographs um, and, you know, um, really get be clear on, like, the words that you would like to be, like, to be um, represented through the image, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's, like, professional, confident, stylish, polished. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm going for, for my next brand shoe, which I know those images are going to like, 
I'm going to literally probably use them for another year, like a yeah. solid year, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really want to just really well represent me and, um, you know, just this new space that I'm in as an entrepreneur, as, as a small business owner. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, you know, close that, you know, showcase your personality and, you know, taking time to really think about them, plan them out. You know, like you, you said, plan, planning like the hair, the makeup, the nails, cause it, you know, they're, they're fellows that you want to love and use for a long time. And I think the advice to go for, you know, a solid color makes so much sense. And when I actually, now that I'm like thinking about photos that I like, even like your, your main, uh, your main headshot on Instagram where you're wearing the yellow t-shirt, I love, or not, it's like a yellow top and like white, white, uh, pants and you're on the, those steps. Um, I love that photo of you, but yeah, you're so right. Like having like a, a bright color or one solid color, it just, it adds like personality and dimension, but it also looks like really crisp and clean, you know, in a photograph versus like so much print or, something and it conveys what you want to get across but in a really simple way so I love that advice for one one solid print um or one solid color I think that's really good yeah and let me add also most photographers are going to allow like two looks I think unless you're and so let me rewind so if you've been working with this photographer and you guys create content like on a quarterly basis or bi-yearly basis or something like that then maybe you'll just get like one look but for the most part like most photographers are going to at least give you two looks from there you could build on and i think i think that that's the best part i, I like two looks from our clients because one it just is gonna one could be like your typical headshot maybe a little bit dressier um, or whatever. And then another could be a little bit more casual, um, or chill, or just maybe show a different like type of style that you want to showcase, right? Like a different feel. Um, and then from there, I mean, you know, I've had clients that have four to five looks, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. but it just, I think starting at two looks is a really good way to like be able to have different, uh, you know, content wise, like different looks and feels um but in one shoot so yeah yeah that's really good advice yeah bringing two looks and I know some of my friends have given me advice of like okay you know bring a jacket for like an extra look or like a purse as like a prop or like you know your laptop Mm -hmm. and it just like adds to the look but you don't have to like change your clothes a ton especially if you're in like a public location I just did some branding photos by the beach and I had to do like a dress change by like the bush and like hold up a towel (laughs) I just had a jacket to put on to be way easier (laughs) yeah no seriously yes yeah. I've been there, done that, for sure. <laughs> totally. And then what types of photos should you request as a client? Because I've had photographers ask me, they're like, okay, what do you want? And I mean, I know my website, so I'm like, okay, I need horizontal or I need headshots or I, you know, I need more lifestyle pictures because I have too many headshots. Um, but if it's your very first mm-hmm. photo shoot, what should you ask for to kind of like get the most mileage out of your photos and, and use? Yeah. That's such a good question. I mean, I am not the type of, like, photographer that necessarily asks what they want, per se, because mm-hmm. I feel like um, knowing the session, like, I know the branding session, right? Like, I do mm-hmm. I, I do have a questionnaire and ask, like, more about your business and, you know, what you do so I can have a good idea. But, like, I think, um, I don't know, so I want to answer this in a way that's, like, real as a photographer but also thinking about it from a client standpoint I think like it's I think it's cool if, if, if your photographer asks like what do you want yes I think you have you should be clear and say well you know I'm building this website and I really would love like a, a, 
headshot, horizontal, half body, full body. I want some the laptop, you know, have a good idea as far as have a good idea of what you want. But then at the same time, I think that um, as a creative, for me, it's so like when my clients let me create, I'm in yeah. the best environment. I'm in the yeah. best environment. Now, I think like if you want say, hey, I was thinking about including these props, like a laptop of this or that this or that like you know cool i'm so perfect yes bring the prop let's do it all of the things um but sometimes as a creative when you're like oh well we have to do it like this and we have to do it like that like we have to have this exactly here and this exactly i'm not that photographer like i'm Mm -hmm. not you know i'm probably but but i I am the photographer that's going to come with all the ideas, like all yeah. the things, like I'm going to try to, you know, based on what you told me and what we've talked about, like, okay, now we're here. Like, let's do this and let's do that. Like I am such a creative in that way. And so, um, I'm probably telling my clients more like, okay, I think you probably need a hero shot. You need a headshot. This one right here will probably be your, like, let's do a detail shot. Like let's do like, um, you know, a shot, I'm, as I'm shooting, I can think of content like, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. if people are running out of time and I have you looking at your watch or now like maybe this is for your consultation page and you're looking at your cell phone or um, maybe this is for like send me a message and you're like typing on your laptop or something like that. You know, yeah. I don't know. Like I'm thinking about all kinds of things. And so I think a good brand photographer will probably know more about what you need than what you need, what you think you need, you need, if that makes sense. Yeah, that so. makes so much sense. Yeah, I think that's yeah. such good input. Because I know when I'm working with, like, when I have somebody I really trust, whether that's a photographer, graphic designer, you know, yeah. Facebook ads manager, you know, whoever I hire on my team, I'm always like you know, just do whatever you want. Like, I trust you go have fun. Like, I know you're going to make it great. I'm I'm like, as long as we're doing it like this, literally I'll give guidelines to my graphic designer. I'm like, just turn this into whatever you think is a good ebook. And like, I trust you. (laughs) Um, I think that's always the best kind of person to work with is when you just like, when you can kind of relax as the client and like, know you're in good hands and let, let the master really do the creative heavy lifting and like, you know, get them to do the work for you. And, you know, I, I love that because it puts the client at ease and it takes the pressure off of like feeling like you have to know everything. And when yeah. you are working with somebody skilled, you know, like yourself, right. You're like, Oh, you know, this, this photo of you, you know, on your phone is perfect for your, your consult call page. Like, it's just so much easier when you, um, remember that like you're the client and you can kind of chill and let, let the master like do the work and figure it out and take care of it. And sort of just remember to have fun and remember that it's going to be a great result at the end of the day. Yes. Have fun. Exactly. That's it it completely. And I think like, you know, definitely add your input, like go Mm -hmm. there you know, do your homework, like kind of have a good idea of what you, how you want to feel and what you're kind of like the vibe you're going for. I love a good inspiration. I love visual inspiration. I tell my clients that all the time, but like after like three to five, maybe seven photos, like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like I got it. I got the feel. I see where you're going with it. Like, this is so good. Like, let's do it. And maybe in the moment in the shoot, I'll also be like, okay, anything else you want to do? Like anything you're thinking about? But more than likely, they're like, no, like, <laughs> you did it. You know what I mean? Like, we got, we did all the things, and and um, I'm big on also showing them, like, oh, this is what I got, especially if it's, like, a 
killer image. I'm like, oh, I have to show them just so that they get excited yeah. and they can see why I'm so excited. And it kind of keeps the energy um, up and, and, and just, you know, keeps the client feeling good and confident. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you know, when we're taking photos for the first time, it can be really scary because it's, it's like a really, like, it's a big practice in visibility, right? And you're putting yourself out there online and you're showing yeah. up and you're letting your face be photographed and you're not like hiding behind like logos and like stock photos anymore. And you're like working with somebody else to take these pictures of you. So, you know, what would you say to the listener who's feeling kind of camera shy and is afraid to put their authentic self out there and be visible? Oh, that's, hmm, that's a good question. I mean, I would say um, it's even more important for you to really like have a good, good, um, good energy from your photographer, you know, because I think that I have, I'm sure I've worked with some camera shop people. If I had a dollar for every person that would be like, I just don't know, like I'm not a model, right? So like, just, you know, bear with me. If I had a dollar for every time <laughs> I heard that, listen, it, I would be like, probably rich but like you know <laughs> like it's just I feel like as a photographer um I'm big on energy and yeah. I think that everyone can feel it right and so yeah. when you're in good hands and the person you know there's just like good energy from the creative that you're working with like you'll almost forget that you're camera shy quote unquote mm -hmm. I'm probably just talking and making you laugh and we're just kind of like working through the shoot um and you don't even really feel like it's like you know as like daunting as it might feel um so if you're camera shy and stuff like that I would even I would say just make sure you have like a phone conversation or maybe explain to the potential photographers that you reach out to the hey like I'm really camera shy I just want to make sure that we're a good fit um because I think if someone were to say that to me and they would want to chat over the phone, I'd be open to it. Like, mm -hmm. I'd totally be like, okay, let's talk. Like, let me really help you. Um, and even though for most of, like, my portrait, my branding portraits, I don't necessarily do a consultation over the phone um, before they book, I, you know, I'm flexible. You know what I mean? Like, if I yeah. have a client in that way that kind of just needs that, like, level of reassurance, totally. Um, and so, yeah, whatever you need to make yourself feel comfortable, but it's really not as bad as you're probably telling yourself in your mind. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, the shoot itself typically is a lot of fun. Maybe the logistics to get ready, the hair, makeup, the outfits, the, all of that is like annoying or, you know, just kind of what, you know, not the fun part, but I think creating the content is actually, well, I'm a photographer, so, but I think it's the funnest part of it all. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's really a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I like that advice about finding somebody with good energy because the photographers that I love and keep working with, they, they always like put me at ease. It's fun. They were like laughing, giggling, having a good time. Yes. And then you totally forget that you are being photographer photographed and you just, it just, it just like, feels like you're kind of like hanging out with a friend and like kind of just like taking some pictures for Instagram. Um, yes. yeah, it's just way more chill than we kind of, what we like hype it up to be in our mind and get nervous yeah. about. And it's just, it can be really relaxed when you're with somebody that has good energy and is just, you know, flowing with you and is just like vibing with you. And it's just like a high vibe situation. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So in terms of like cost, how much does a, a photo shoot cost? I know you were saying like between, you know, it could be around like 200 bucks or like two grand, you know, I know it depends on the photographer's level of skill, but like, um, what would you say is like the average cost that somebody could expect so that they could budget for it? Oh, that's, hmm, oh my gosh, that's a good question. Because I feel like I know my rates and I know a few of my friends' rates, but I also know that we're probably on the more, I want to say expensive side, but maybe we're not. I don't really know. Um, I think um, you should budget anywhere between, I'm like really falling on this number. <laughs> I'm thinking like five to eight hundred. And, and Kelly, tell me, was your, like, am I right? Am I kind of in a ballpark of what you paid? Yes, I had done mine. One, I had recently just won a free photo shoot uh, in an Instagram contest, which is fun. Um, so cool, yeah. Other ones I had done was like a day when my photographer just does like a bunch of clients at once, all at one location. And it's just okay. sort of like a revolving door of clients. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you're, you're like right in the like right but right in the ballpark of like what I would be looking to pay. I was get my kind of guess whenever I'm going into fo um, photographs or working with photographers, it's like, you know, 500 to like a thousand bucks was my guess. So 500 to yeah. 800, I think is like, you're right on the money of whatever I was thinking in like my eyes. Yeah. And I mean, obviously no. if this was like more higher up or I don't know, some sort of special occasion. I'd be like, okay, two grand, you know, would be fine if this was like a very like, I don't know, special occasion photograph thingy. Um, but I would guess yeah. around that 500 to a grand mark. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, like if you're getting somewhere like 15 to 2000, I mean, you're probably doing like makeup for sure. You're probably doing like three to four looks and it's probably like a three, four hour, three hour situation or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like, um, a whole thing and yeah. Um, but yeah. I think somewhere between five to eight hundred. I think I also do minis twice a year, and so mm -hmm. I have some people that actually will just come to me during minis to get like um, you know some photos and things like that. Um, but typically, my minis are like families or couples, like for holiday and spring. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's mm -hmm. another way, like you said. I mean, I was thinking about doing like a little brand mini situation with my past students. Um, they've been asking me, and I just haven't. I don't know, live events and like rolling doors. It just, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, it would be really cool to be able to offer like mini branding um, for those that maybe don't need a whole branding shoot, but they would yeah. love some new content. Yeah. I think that would be cool. And I think that that would still be, in my mind, it's somewhere between like two to 400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I pay for my minis. Um, and I like minis. Minis are great when you just need like a little couple extra photos or like, because you know, you go into a photo shoot and you're going to get like maybe f like five, like, like your like amazing amazing ones that you love um and yeah. the rest are like lifestyle or just like sort of kind of like call it filler images on your website to like break up text and stuff but um right. yeah I feel like whenever I do a mini I'm like going in with a very detailed plan of like I need this photo like I have specific or like I know my last one was like I need like a headshot specifically it has to be like white background I'm using it for Facebook ads like it was like yeah. a really like structured thing because it is a mini so I um but yeah I think I think that's yeah, you knew what you were looking for and yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to 
and chat about why photos are such a good investment too. Cause I know, you know, it can feel nerve wracking to invest money in your business or, you know, some people are like, do I really need these? So what would you say to the person who's sort of nervous about investing in a branding photo shoot and getting some professional headshots? Well, yeah, I mean, again, like I think a good branding professional photo shoot can like elevate your business a ton. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I think that, um, it can just change how you, how people perceive you. And it kind of is like, they say, Oh, don't judge a book by its cover. But like in the grand scheme of things, people kind of judge things by its cover, you know, now, um, and so you just kind of want to visually put your best foot forward and just really like have a good, like, um, representation for who you are as a business owner and your business and all of the things. I think it can help have people take you more serious. Um, Mm -hmm. It can also help you like on your price point of whatever your services are. Uh Uh Um, When you um, show up as a more like visible professional um, business owner, like you can increase your prices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I mean that in that way. And then of course, like I said, like you can use these headshots for, uh, I mean, Im- these images for like, if you're speaking on a panel, if you are on your website, like on your marketing material, on your Facebook ad copy, like it's so many ways that this one photo shoot, uh, this image can like be seen by so many people yeah. that it's like, you just really want to, um, just have it to be nice and professional, crisp, clear, and really like just give you like give off the vibes and, and the descriptive words. Like when someone looks at it, like, yes, this is the girl that I need. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you want them to just feel confident about working with you. Yeah, I totally agree. I always, you know, tell my students and my clients and my members and my membership that it's, you know, it's worth the money to like invest in like proper web design, you know, photography, like having that brand look and feel being professional like it you can totally command a higher price point exactly what you said you know your clients or potential clients can trust you like it just makes you stand out online and you will like reap the dividends on the back end um from just having that brand that is really cohesive and polished versus just sort of like that kind of patched up kind of homemade kind of i these are all selfies on my website i took with like my right arm (laughs) um yes exactly yes (laughs) i agree yeah, yeah. So we'll just do these kind of more quickly and then go to closing Q&A because uh, time is running out here and it's we're just going back, going by so quickly because this is so much fun. Um, oh, good. Yes, it is. It is. So w- what's the best way to give like a photographer direction on what you want? Oh, um, I think like I, I, I say um, definitely have like your colors and maybe like you can show... Um, if you're getting a website built, like a preview link of the new site, like Ooh, so smart. that we can just kind of see the colors and just the overall feel that you're going for. I think a, a few visual inspirations, whether they're, you know, images from Pinterest or you made your own pictures like for that's really cool. Um, and then basically, like, I think. Like I said, I think it's really good to give suggestions on what you want, but at the same time, I think you need to be, you need to, as the consumer, look at the work that the photographer has produced. If you really love and resonate with the work, like, you're going to love your images 
so much, so, so yeah. much. I cannot reiterate that enough. Like sometimes people will go to a certain photographer and it's like, oh, I really love this. And it is nothing near the style of the work that the photographer produces. Like right. it's nothing near it. You've never seen them capture anything like that. Like it's not even just, you know, whatever. And so now you're kind of putting them in a, trying to make them create something that they're not even like naturally drawn to. Right. And so, um, it just becomes one of those things. And so I tell my, I tell my clients this all the time. Like if you love what you see on my website and in my, on my socials and stuff like that, like if you love what you see, I promise you, you're going to love your images that much more because I barely post all of my, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I post a lot, but it's mm -hmm. nowhere near the amount of images that I, actually have and so the your the gallery is just gold it's gold yeah. to people and so but if if you're looking at my work and you're wishing I produce it and it looks different like oh I wish it was more like this or more like that then I think you should probably go to that photographer and work with them mm -hmm. um because I think that you'll actually be more satisfied like with the final outcome um and, and you know that type of thing but like as far as the actual shoot, like, I think when you guys come up with location and outfits, you know, I, again, visual inspiration, a couple pictures boards, that's going to really give your photographer, like, a really good sense of, like, what you're going for. Um, and I don't know, I mean, as a visual creative, I think that once I have that, I'm locked in. Like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, we can totally do this. You know mm -hmm, what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and and throughout the shoot, if you wanted a white background or you and I saw that you loved this, you know, you showed me a couple pictures with like different texture or greenery in it. I'm going to be like, oh, we need to go over here because, you know, the greenery now. But you as the consumer, you might be like, oh, I didn't even think about it. Like, I didn't yeah. even, you know, pay attention to that small detail. But me as the photographer, I'm like, I saw in almost three pictures you showed, it had this type of texture, this type of thing. So yeah, let's go over here and create like, you know, your own in that way type of yeah. thing. So yeah. Yeah. I love that. And for the creative gal who's listening and wants to like pursue photography or, you know, kind of follow in your footsteps, Ray, and like turn her passion into a business, what would you say to her? Oh, so I would definitely say, um, if you're like wanting to, you know, be a photographer and build out a business, I would say like really get clear on your, your, your specialty, your niche. I don't know if I say that word right, but like mm -hmm. really get clear on the type of people that you want to service basically like, mm -hmm. um, because, um, there's everyone, so many people need photographers. I don't want to say everyone, but like a lot of people need photographers, but that doesn't yeah. mean that you're a photographer for everyone, you know? Totally. Um, and you want to get clear on what you want to create, like the content that you like to create. Ask yourself, like, where do, what do you feel inspired? Like, what do you get excited about? Like, oh my God, this person just booked me for fill in the blank. You know what I mean? You get the mm -hmm. butterflies, you're like so excited, your brain's going, like, what are those things? Or maybe ask yourself, like, what do you not get excited about when someone asks you to photograph something? Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I wish I didn't have to do this, you know? Um, so get clear on, like, what you want to create. Um, if you're going to do it as a business, I mean, I have to say invest in solid education. Like, yeah. I have to say it because it's been what has changed um, it all for me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, at every mm -hmm. turn. And so I, I say 
Yeah, invest in education, get a coach, take a course, yeah. do them both, do all the things, go to conferences, go to workshops, like like dive in deep um, in the world, you know what I mean? Um, so that you are best prepared and you, you know, you just have a good idea of like what's at your fingertips and how to make it work for you. Um, as opposed to like letting it run you, you know what I mean? Cause we are service mm-hmm. providers. We show up for everything that we do, you know, and yeah. there's a piece of it that is, can be very draining. And so you just want to find your people, the good vibes, the content that you like to create and just still like, like stay excited about it because that will keep it not feeling so, you know, like you won't, you'll, you less burnt out. Yeah. But let me say it like that, you know? So, um, yeah, that's what I would say for the person that just starting out. Yeah, I agree. And I totally agree. Investing in your education. I mean, that's how you and I met Ray in, uh, in, uh, yes. course about how to create online courses. Cause we're both course creators. So yeah, education inve- investment is huge and doing it right. The first time it's like your photos for your website. If you do it right the first time, you don't have to do it again. You know, um, if you yes. learn once the right way, it saves you money down the road by like screwing up or failing. So I totally agree with that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if people want to hire you for uh, a photo shoot or check out your online course, where can they go and learn more about those two options? Yeah, for sure. So um, please connect with me on Instagram. Let me know that you found me on through Kelly, through the podcast. I would love that. So my IG is Ray Whitney and that's spelled R-H-E-A Whitney. Um, and then the website is raywhitney.com. Um, I would love to, you know, work with, with uh, the creatives that are listening. So I service the Houston area as well as like the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Um, I started my business in the DC area and have expanded to Texas. So I really like, if you are in either one of those areas and you want a branding shoot, I would love to work with you. I also travel a lot throughout the year. And so um, still hit me up. You know what I mean? Like, let's see if there's some way that we can, we can make something work. Um, I would love to create with you. And if you are like an aspiring photographer, business owner, or you already a professional and you just really want to do better, like at marketing your business and getting, working with more ideal clients and your pricing and all of that. Um, I have an education platform. It's called Photobomb Academy, where I help to make your business and your photos bomb. And so <laughs> that is photobombacademy.com and it is at Photobomb Academy on Instagram. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me and connect with me. Cool. I love that. I love your slogan. I love your course name, Photobomb Academy. And I just think it's so fun. And it's so like, I feel like it's also so you. Like it's so like inviting and fresh and fun and just like, I just, I just love it. So yeah. So anybody who's interested in hiring Ray or wanting to take out, take her course, if you are a fellow photographer or a soon to be one, and you want to learn like the business of doing that, definitely check out her stuff. And yeah, if you are interested in a branding shoot or if you have a wedding or engagement, uh, definitely check out Ray. Her, all your photos are so beautiful. It's like your Instagram feed is like a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. Oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, right? It was such a pleasure to have you here. You shared so many amazing golden nuggets of wisdom. I feel like, you know, everybody listening is just, you know, taking so many great notes to help them go into their first photo shoot really prepared. So thank you so much for being here today. Yes. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me. This was so much fun. And if anyone has any questions, 
or anything that I can help them with, just DM me or do it, you know, contact me however you contact me and I'll definitely reach back out. Perfect. Sounds awesome. All right, my friends. And there you have it. That is the show for you today. I so hope you loved this episode with Ray. I hope you got a lot of insight and wisdom. Don't forget to follow Ray on Instagram. Check out her course, especially if you are a photographer wanting to build your own business. And if you want to take my quiz, you can do so at kellytrack.com genius. It's always a pleasure to have you here listening to the podcast. I so appreciate you. Thanks for listening, for downloading and I will see you back here soon. All right, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day, and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.